the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you living in pain? Is it joint pain or muscle pain? If so, stay tuned. Welcome to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow from the Darrow Stem Cell Institute in West Los Angeles. This is the program that can give you effective solutions for the pain you've been living with. Dr. Darrow is a medical doctor, board certified in physical medicine and rehabilitation. He teaches about the use of prolotherapy, PRP, and stem cells. Today's program could open up a new life without pain for you. Now, here's Dr. Darrow with his co-host, Nita Valens. Well, hi there, Dr. Darrow. Hello, Nita Valens. We're going to go right to Bonnie, who's called in about her knee. Bonnie, can you hear me? This is Dr. Mark yes, Darrow. Wonderful. Uh, how long has your knee bothered you for? You know, it's not my knee. It's my uh, husband's knee. And, and he's okay. here right here if you had a question. Uh, sure. uh, so anyway, my, my reason for calling, and I've tried to call my office, by the yes. office, but uh, haven't gotten call back. But okay. um, anyway, uh, I wanted to call. He's been recommended by two orthopedic surgeons to have a knee replacement. And so okay. um, I just wanted to encourage him to come and just get an opinion from you if you think he even can possibly be a candidate, because he might sure. not. Is he I sitting right by your side? He's by my side. He's in the kitchen Good. fixing his breakfast. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Is he able to listen to the show right now? Does he know what's going on? Listen, we're on speakerphone right now. Oh, perfect. May I know his name? Art. It's Art. Yeah, my name. Hey, Art, Mark Darrow. Do you know who I am, or is your wife just dragging you into the conversation? I know you are. All right, good, good. (laughs) No, I don't know about that. That's not true. (laughs) To my mother, maybe. Some of his, well, let me see real fast. I've moved that paper. Put it right down here. Okay, it's not very loud, the phone today. Okay, some of the symptoms are with his knee, uh, and he hasn't had any surgery on it. But uh, is that he has he doesn't have any pain, okay. But, um, but he has a little bit of arthritis, and okay. it's kind of deformed. It's been developing this way. Uh, the the legs, the bad knee, it goes in. It, it's sure. Kind of uh, the way he put it is the upper part of his leg has shifted from the lower part. So when he walks, it it goes in. Um, okay. Yeah, he said that maybe it's affecting his hip a little with just discomfort occasionally. And it seems to be maybe progressively getting more unstable and bends in more. He does wear an ACL brace whenever he's a fly fisherman. So he he does a lot of, you know, hiking around. And when when we walk, he wears it. So um, I was just calling to find out if this is more like a deformity, that there's nothing that you're procedures could help with at this point before we came in and, you know, paid for a visit and everything. But so okay. that's all. I think I've told you anything. Do you want any more to tell him, Mark? Well, I just want to, what, what, what had happened about 35 years ago, I, I dislocated it and it stretched it. Sure. Yeah, the, uh, 
and uh, it and I've dealt with it over the years. It's always been a little frail. But several years ago, my daughter told me my knee's bending in, and it's gotten worse and worse and worse. And, and I fly fish, so I do kind of radical, a little bit of radical things. I wear a brace, but now I'm wearing that brace consistently. It honestly, it doesn't hurt. It's kind of funny. It okay. doesn't hurt. I'm told there's no cartilage. Um, it's arthritis. It's you know, an arthritic, and uh, it just bends in so far. It's uncomfortable sure. to see you walk. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. May I, may I say some things, folks? Okay, because I get the story pretty good. First of all, I'm going to give out our phone number for other people who are listening who may want to call in because okay. we haven't done that. The phone number to the studio is 866-870-5752, and I'll repeat it for everybody who wants to talk to me live, it's 866-870-5752. And if you want to get a hold of me at the office, and there are people over there now, Bonnie, that you could talk to, that's 800-300-9300. The office is 800-300-9300. And one other bit of information while people are listening, if they're near their computers, they can watch me do these procedures. There's videos on my website which is www.lastemcells.com. That's www.lastemcells.com. And there's a place on every page where you can email me if you have a personal question you didn't want to talk on the radio. But I do love to have callers so that uh, we make it more interesting. I have a gazillion questions I could answer because people email me all day and all night long from all over the world, and I answer everybody, usually the same day. I spend a lot of time in between patients um, answering emails when I wake up in the morning, when I go to sleep at night, so I have a busy day. So let me respond to your issues here. Number one, what we call your knee in, um, in medical terminology art is a varus, V-A-R-U-S, deformity. That means that the medial, the middle part of the knee, is collapsing. The cartilage is worn down. And that was probably from a traumatic injury you mentioned uh, 35 years ago when you dislocated your knee. Now, a dislocation <clears throat> of the knee is different than other joints. It typically means that the patella, the bone that's in the middle, in the front, that round bone, um, you, you know, moves to the outside. That's typically what happens. And some people have a very uh, lax retinaculum, which is the top part, that the soft tissue that covers that patella. Um, usually northern European people have that, and they're lax all over the body. So they have uh, these patellar subluxations where it moves a bit and then snaps back in, or dislocations where it moves all the way out of a groove in the femur, the thigh bone, which is called the trochlear groove. So that's probably what happened to you 35 years ago. And um, what happens with the trauma like that is at first, you know, we have pain for, you know, six, eight weeks, then that goes away. And then <clears throat> the cartilage, which has been traumatized, starts to decay over many years. So a lot of people come in the office and they go, I don't know what happened. I just woke up this morning and I'm miserable. And I said, well, it didn't really happen overnight typically. It happened over many, many years. And they go, oh, yeah, I had an injury a long, long time ago. 
but it didn't really bother me after a few weeks. And I think that's where you fit in. I don't know for sure. It doesn't really matter. What really matters, Art, is that your knee is degrading over time, that medial portion, the middle portion. And the cartilage is worn down enough so that you've become the leaning tower of pizza. Have you ever been to Italy right. and seen that? Yeah. Yeah. So that di- that didn't happen in one minute that the tower started leaning, but uh, it's had to be shored up. Now, the yeah. work that I do, which is regenerative medicine, regrows cartilage. It regrows soft tissue also, um, tendons, ligaments. I actually work on every part of the body in the musculoskeletal system. So that means, you know, neck, back pain, arthritis, anywhere, um, all the joints, you know, the, the ligaments, the tendons, and uh, shoulders, elbows, fingers, wrists, hips, um, you know, knees, ankles, toes, everything. I've been doing this about 25 years, and um, I had to learn the hard way because um, there wasn't there weren't people really teaching it back then. I did it by experimenting mainly on myself, but also once I got pretty good at that on my patients. So I've injected my own knees, my shoulders. Um, I, you know, I've done stem cells on those. Uh, what else have I injected? My elbows, my right wrist. And um, other people, other doctors, uh, when I go to national meetings or some friends will inject my neck and back when I injure that. And people say, well, why are you still injecting yourself? Well, because I go crazy doing sports and I never leave it alone. So I injure myself pretty regularly. And, and, and then the nice thing is because I do this for a living, I just inject myself. So... What's the last thing I've injected? I'm trying to think. I did my shoulder uh, a while back. I've been I've injured my shoulder three major times, and uh, the first one I had a surgery for when I was back in medical school, which was a real mistake on my part. It's before I knew about regenerative medicine using stem cells and platelets, and uh, I fell for it. You might say I was doing orthopedic surgery. I loved my boss, uh, who had been an orthopedic surgeon his whole life. And I asked him to work on my shoulder, and it just came out bad. He's a great surgeon. I was with him in surgery for many weeks, and I, lo- I just loved him. So I had him do my, sh- my shoulder, and it just came out bad. And that's the problem with these surgeries, Art. Um, yeah. And, yeah, and Bonnie. The surgeons are great. I love the surgeons because it's really hard work they do. They're on their feet all day long. It's dangerous, um, dangerous in the sense of they can hurt their patients. And they don't mean to because they did a great surgery. It just comes out bad. Uh, the body isn't meant to be operated on. You know, that's just the way it is. I'm going to say it flat like that. When you put a knife in, it doesn't come out. The results stay forever. Now, yeah. a lot of people do well with surgery and a lot of people do poorly. I'd say it's a 50-50 gamble. And if you like Las Vegas, then go ahead and have a surgery. Now, in your knee... Um, all that I can do with it, because it's already the leaning tower of pizza, you know what I mean? It's the yeah. the integrity of your joint has been, um, uh, in. I don't know what a good word is, it's been... Um, compromised. Compromised is the word, thank you, Anita. Um, it's been compromised already. Most people don't have that varus deformity where the, where the foot is leaning inward. Um, uh, you know, a lot of people have... Um, 
you know, all kinds of different things they're born with. Uh, what, you know, like the guys that ride horses, that's mm-hmm. a varus deformity. You know, you see that and they walk kind of weird, bow-legged. So you've come to that by way of an injury over the years. It's getting worse. What can I do for you? You're not having much pain. If there was pain, we could probably help you get rid of the pain. You said there's discomfort. We could probably help you with the discomfort. And um, in terms of regrowing enough cartilage so that knee would straighten out, I have never seen that happen before because no, none of my patients have ever been willing to do enough treatments to go there. It's possible yeah, that's theoretically. That's what I suspected, yeah. Yeah, it's possible theoretically. Yeah, and that's that's the truth. Yeah. Um, you know, people don't really want to invest in their bodies. They'd rather put their money in their dogs and their cars and everything else. Um, well, I, I do get people. Turtle, so it's, it's a... ah! <laughs> and the turtle doesn't doesn't cost too much. The insurance yeah. rates are low. But anyway, I think we could help you somewhat. But if you need to get your knee straightened out, then uh, there are surgeries to do that. Um, osteotomy is one of them where they make a wedge on oh, the other really? side of the knee. Yeah. Uh, but yours may be, you know, I haven't seen yours. Um, so I can't tell you if you want to come into the office, you can call right now at 800 300 And you can talk to somebody if you want to come in, I'll look at it for you and okay. see if, see if my opinion is the same as your surgeon's opinion, because my opinion is usually different than the surgeon's opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I realize that the surgeon wants to wants to fix it. <laughs> well, yeah, they want to fix it, and I agree with that thought. We all want to fix things, but um, you know, I'm going to give you an example. I went to a cardiologist yesterday, who I I think is an amazing, amazing man. Um, my father went to him when he was alive years and years ago, so I always remembered the name. And um, anyway, I went to see him. I have some issues with my heart, which mainly is risk for heart attack because my father had a heart attack at 60. It hasn't happened to me. I'm 73, but my dad was not in great shape. He was overweight and he drank and he smoked. So I don't do any of that stuff. I exercise. Uh, He was not an exerciser. He did walk quite a bit, but that was after his heart attack when they told him he better start walking, getting some exercise. And um, he was, I'm about 165, same body size as him, but he weighed like 210. Mm. So, you know, those are all risk factors. So anyway, I go to the, I go to the cardiologist yesterday and he goes, first thing he says, well, based on your risk factors, Mark, you've got to be on Lipitor. And I cringed because of all the side effects that I've seen with patients and the research that I've read. I'm not for it. You know, I'm not for Lipitor, just based on what I've seen. He said, well, I don't agree with what you've seen. He says, I don't see that in my practice, and I have to respect him, too. So I got on the Internet last night, and I looked up some studies, and I'm not so sure I'm going to get on Lipitor, okay? I'm pretty sure I'm not going to. Yeah. And, and, oh, and my uh, wife. <laughs> so, well, so. One of the, the two agreed on was it called arthroplastic knee yeah yeah well, and plateau and is diagnosed say that say that slowly because you're kind of echoing on the speakerphone okay. 
Arthroplasty knee. Yeah, just arth arth is joint. Plasty is changing it around, cutting it up. Okay. And, and then yeah. uh, C-O-N-D-Y-L-E and P-L-A-T-E-A-U, plateau. Yeah, a chondroplasty. That would mean putting some some cartilage in there, right. you know, from oh, a cadaver, okay. probably from a cadaver, and hoping that it grows. I haven't seen any of those that have worked, but, of course, the people that have come to me that had it, it couldn't work because they wouldn't come to me if it did. They come to me as a sort of a last resort. So, um, so I'm not in f- osteo o s t e o d o m y before having the other thing. Well, I'm not in. Look, I'm not in favor of surgery. I'm in favor of me checking out your husband's knee. So Art, that means you'd come into the office. The number there, if you want to, is eight hundred three hundred ninety three hundred. And I take a look at it. It's nice to have someone like me give you a second or third opinion because I don't like surgery. And I I see, you know, I'm just going to be honest with you guys. I have had thousands of people come to me saying I've been to one or two or three orthopedic surgeons. They all say I need surgery. And they come in and I laugh after I examine them and I go, I don't think you need surgery at all. So. You know, it depends what religion you are in medicine. I'm of the religion don't cut. There are times it has to be done, but I'm of the religion of don't cut. And they're of the religion of cut. So we're on opposite sides of the fence. Yeah. Now, so when I was I- studying orth- when I was studying orthopedic surgery in med- medical school and internship and residency, um, I didn't become board certified because I saw horror cases. I didn't like the results, and I didn't like the result I had on my shoulder. It tore it up really badly, and then I healed my own shoulder by injecting it with regenerative medicine. You know, the things we have today of stem cells and platelets are better than what I had back in the day when I when I started working on my own body. So I can't tell you over the radio how you are. I've got to move it, touch it, look at it, and see what's going on. But I can tell you this. There are thousands and thousands of people that I have saved from surgery over my career, and they're doing great. Okay. Well, believe me, I'm not a uh, I'm not a proponent of having surgery. <laughs> okay, so so as long as I get this right, the bottom line is is that in his what you can just tell by talking to us and not feeling. I can't tell you I can't tell you anything by talking to you. That's my point. You've oh, given know, a point of I, you've given a point of view by surgeons. My point of view is non-surgical. I'm going to look at it differently. So what you've been told may not be what I see. Well, that, yeah, I know that. I know that. Yeah, I know that for sure. But but anyway, what I was saying is um, that that you've never really seen someone that had maybe has the situation he has that has stayed with treatment long enough to work. And Those are the people I have seen. That's not your husband, Art. But you do I can't, I'm not going to, no, I'm not going to stick my foot in my mouth to make you happy, Bonnie. I'm sorry. I don't want to be happy, uh, Doctor. I want to understand what you're telling me. You can't understand oh, until I do an examination. Oh, okay. When I do well, an examination, I'll tell you my opinion. I'm not going to tell you my opinion on someone I haven't seen based okay. on what an orthopedic surgeon has told them. Okay. Because if everybody who has had an orthopedic surgeon followed their orthopedic surgeon's advice, 
then there would have been a lot more surgeries that have taken place with my patients who never had to have a surgery. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, that's why we called you, because we believe yeah. in what you're doing. Well, yeah. if you believe in what I'm doing, then come into the office and let me examine it, and then I'll tell you in, in five minutes what my opinion is. And my opinion might be to get surgery. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Okay. There have been there have been a handful of people in my career that I've said, you know, who wanted to do regenerative medicine, stem cells or plates, and I said, you're not a good candidate for it. Right. Go get a surgery. Yeah. But it's not common. I'm going to just tell you, it's not common. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. well, thank you for the time. God bless you guys, Bonnie and Art, and I, okay. I wish you the, the fastest healing possible and all the joy and blessings in the world for you. Call your office. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm. All right. So I'm going to give out the phone number to talk to me right now. That's 866-870-5752. That's 866-870-5752. I would love to talk to you. And uh, any issues you have in the musculoskeletal system, arthritis, neck pain, back pain, all the joints, ligaments, tendons, whatever it is that hurts, Give me a call. I would love to talk to you. I also want to mention in the office that we um, we do something called the vampire facelift. I don't think you'll ever forget that. No way. Uh, especially with, um, with Halloween around the corner. <laughs> um, so it's something that we do where we take your, we can take your blood or take your bone marrow, whatever it is you want to do, and uh, get platelets and or stem cells and rejuvenate the face, regrow the collagen that is starting to dry up. As people get older, they get kind of gaunt looking. And this can actually regrow the collagen in the face and make people look young. And this one is really quick. It's usually by the next morning, uh, they look in the mirror and go, I cannot believe that I am looking better like that. The other thing we do is hair regeneration. We can put the same regenerative cells on the top of the head, it doesn't work for people like Dr. Phil, who has nothing <laughs> going on there. But if you've still got follicles there, um, it can help. When I do that, I usually check hormones and other uh, lab things that are involved with hair because a lot of guys and women, believe it or not, can have a very high DHT, that's dihydrotestosterone, which will actually kill the hair follicles. So there's a lot of things we can do with that and uh, check to see if you're low in some hormones or some nutrients or whatever that is to find out the reason for your hair loss. Sometimes it's just, um, you know, what we'll call male pattern baldness, and women can have it too, um, that there's not a whole lot we can do. But again, it, it takes delving into, um, you know, what is going on. It's like Bonnie wanted me to answer her question on uh, the radio, and I can't do that without an examination. I can give you ideas, but I can't tell you what's going on until I examine a patient. That's for basically anything. I wish it were different. I wish that my crystal ball was working, but I do have a crystal ball, and I don't know how to read it yet. And uh, I do meditate an hour a day, uh, trying to learn things about my inner self and about other people's inner selves and outer selves. But it's an ongoing process. We're going to go to Jay, who just called in. He wants to know whether or not stem cells work for people who suffer from a hernia. So this is Dr. Mark Darrow, Jay. 
And uh, the number to the studio? Uh, hi, Dr. Darrow. Yes, a hiatal hernia. Uh, okay. In other words, it is a uh, rupture through the diaphragm, uh, the esophagus, uh, causes a bulge above. And yes. uh, apparently surgical techniques only make the condition worse. Now, I followed your work on stem cell, and I'm wondering whether or not, since this is, I think they're smooth muscle, whether or not your technique uh, could be used for, to help those people who are suffering from it. I'm glad you asked. It's nice to talk to you, Jay, and the answer is no. What I do does not help that. But for everybody else, I want to give some information, if you don't mind just sitting back and let me talk for a bit. Uh, there's a lot of types of hernias. One is an inguinal hernia, which is in the groin, and it's the same right. issue in a sense as the hiatal hernia, the tissues weakened up. And um, the inguinal hernia, there was a guy named Perret, Dr. Perret in France in the 1800s, who used to use what I do, proliferative therapy, to heal those. I don't do that. I don't know anyone who does that because hang with us and uh, we'll go to the break and then we'll talk to you again. And thank you much. Nita, anything to add? Yeah, you're listening to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. Grab a pen, write down this important information coming your way. I'm your host, Nita Valens, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. Dr. Darrow's practice is located at the Darrow Stem Cell Institute in West Los Angeles. To schedule an appointment, call 1-800-300-9300. That's 1-800-300-9300. Dr. Darrow will be back in just a moment. Stay tuned. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 